Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Hillel Yosef Pfeiffer. Meseches Megillah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yassi Taub, Lezchus Rufur Shalema, Moshe Nachman, Ben Malka Miriam. Megillah Dafchav Beis. Let us first be mashlam an Inyan from Dafchav Falafamid Beis that we started discussing yesterday. We mentioned the din of Rabbi Yehuda Mashmuel that Kola Mitzvis Kulon, Mevarech Alein Oivar that all Mitzvis. You make the bracha on them before you do them. We mentioned that there's a machlekes between the Rambam and the Arzarua, whether the din of Oiver Lassiyasan is ma'akev or not. The sheet of the Rambam is that Oiver Lassiyasan is ma'akev if a person already shechted an animal, for example, and he didn't make a bracha, he cannot make the bracha anymore. Whereas the sheet of the Arzarua is that although the chatchila, of course, a person has to make a bracha before the mitzvah, but b'dieved, if he didn't, he can still make the bracha afterwards. But let's analyze the lashon of the Rambam over there in Perakid Aleph, Mehilchis Brachis Halacha He. The Rambam says, Ha'isa mitzvah, v'loi birich, if a person did a mitzvah and he didn't make a bracha, im mitzvah sh'adayin asiyos ha'kayemes, if it's a mitzvah that the asiyah is still ongoing, then you can make the bracha after the asiyah. But if it's, if it's something that already passed, then he can't make the bracha. And on that, the Rambam gives examples. If a person wrapped himself in his tzitzis, or he put on his tefillin, or he sat in the sukkah, he didn't make the bracha first, so the Rambam is telling us that if it's a mitzvah, that the Asiyah is still ongoing, you can make the bracha after the Asiyah. But, says the Rambam, if a person shechted without a bracha, then he cannot go after the shechita and make a bracha, al or if he already covered the dam without a bracha, or he, or he was mafish truma and maizus without a bracha, he cannot make the bracha after the asiyah because it's something that passed. So Rav Beryl Soloveitchik brought in the Chidusha Hagriz al Hashas on Masech Saita, in the back, there's in Yonim Shainim from Rav Beryl, and also in Chidusha Rav Shmuel, in Psachim Simon Zayin, they both ask the same Ha'ara on the Rambam. L'chayra, if you would ask us, why is it that there's a difference between tzitzis, tefillin, and sukkah, and shechito, kisei hadam, and hafrashas, trumas, and maestris? Why is it that by the first three, a person can still make the bracha after he already put it on, or after he already sat in the sukkah, whereas by shechito, kisei hadam, hafrashas, trumas, and maestris, he can't? So we would say the reason is because the din of Iver Lassiyasan is Ma'akiv. You have to make the bracha before the mitzvah. But by tzitzis, tefillin, and sukkah, it's still considered Iver Lassiyasan because since it's, there's a mitzvah called Rega Varega, every second that a person is wearing his tzitzis or his tefillin or he's sitting in the sukkah, he's still fulfilling the mitzvah. So even though he didn't make the bracha before he put on the tzitzis or the tefillin or sat in the sukkah. 
and now it's five minutes later and he's still doing it. So the reason why you can make the bracha is because it's still over lasiyosan of the future kiyum. Because since he's still fulfilling the mitzvah, so it's still over lasiyosan of that. Masha'enkin, if the mitzvah is over, like shechita, so then you can't make the bracha. But Rav Beryl and Rav Shmuel are medayik from the Loshan Rambam that it's not mashma like that. Hasbara. Because the Rambam says that Ha'isa mitzvah v'loi birich in mitzvah shadayin asiyosa keyemes mevarech achar asiyah. V'im davar sha'ovar hu enei mevarech. The Rambam says if it's a mitzvah that the asiyah is still ongoing, then you can make the bracha after the asiyah. But if it's something that passed, you can't. So they ask, it's not the pshat that you're making the bracha after the asiyah. You're making the bracha before. Because it's an ongoing kiyum. So even though you lost your bracha on the first five minutes of your wearing of the tzitzis, but it's still everlasiyosan of the future. But the Lashon Rambam is mashma that sometimes you can make the bracha after the asiyah. If the asiyah is still ongoing, then you can make the bracha after the asiyah. It's not the pshat. It's not after the asiyah. It's before the kiyum that's still coming. So, over lasiyasan you always need, just that by tzitzis and tefillin, it's still over lasiyasan of the future kiyum. So, Rav Beryl and Rav Shmuel both say a big yisoid that you see in this Rambam. The Rambam is telling us, there's no such thing as making a bracha on the future kiyum of your tzitzis, tefillin, and sukkah. Because that's just a kiyum mitzvah without any maisa mitzvah. And the din of birches mitzvahs was only niskina on a maisa mitzvah, but not on a kiyum mitzvah without a maisa. And it's meduik like that in the Lashon HaGemara. Because Rabbi Huda Marshmul says, Kol kulan alein And I heard from my Rabbi Rabbosh Ariyeli Shlita that he said that this is not just the mikar for the din of Eivar This is the general mikar for Birchas HaMitzvahs in general. And the Lashon of the Gemara is that how were they misaking Birchas HaMitzvahs before their asiyah. There has to be an asiyah. There has to be an action. If there's a kiyom mitzvah without an action, on that there's no takana berchas mitzvahs. So Mamela, the Rambam couldn't say that the reason why you can make a bracha on your tzitzis, tefillin, and sukkah after you already put them on is because it's over lasiyasan of the future kiyom. Because the future kiyom is just a kiyom mitzvah that's happening in a passive way without any action. On that, there's no takana of birchas ha-mitzvahs, because the takana of birchas ha-mitzvahs is only on the asiyah. So therefore, the Rambam was telling us, so how could you make the bracha achar asiyah? How could you make a bracha after the action was already done? The bracha has to be on the action. The action is over, says the Rambam. It's not over. The asiyah is still kayom. Since a person is still lavush in the Tzitzis and the tefillin mikayach that previous asiyah. So that's called that the asiyah is still alive. That previous asiyah is still here because he still lavush mikayach that asiyah. So therefore he can still link back to that previous asiyah and make a bracha on that asiyah. So it comes out the bracha is not only on the future, but rather the bracha is chalem afreya on the previous asiyah so it comes out that the complete mitzvah has a bracha. Rav Beryl brings a raya to this yeside from the Magen Avram in Erechayim Simen Tafla Amid Beis in Sifkat and Vav, which says that if 
a person sends a shliach to do bedikas chametz for him, then the shliach makes the bracha and not the mishaleach. Although the one who's fulfilling the mitzvah is the mishaleach, he's the balabayis, it's his chayvas bedikah, but since he's not doing the maisa mitzvah, but rather his messenger is doing it, so the shliach who's doing the maisa mitzvah makes the bracha, and not the mishaleach who's only getting the kiyom mitzvah when he's not doing any maisa. And with this, Rav Beryl explains another thing as well. In Shuvah's Rabbi Kiva Eger, in Madura Kama, at the end of Simon Tess, Rabbi Kiva Eger wants to say a Chiddush Din, that if a person moves into a house that already has mezuzahs up, says Rabbi Kiva Eger, since it's his first time fulfilling the mitzvah of mezuzah in this bias, so he has to make a bracha. But he brings at the end of the tshuva that the Birka Yosef says, no, you don't make a bracha in such a case. You only make a bracha when you're putting up a mezuzah, but not when you just move into a house that has a mezuzah. Says Rav Beryl, what's the pshat in the Birke Yosef? He says, because since the takana of Birke Samitzvah was only when you do a maisa mitzvah, so it's true when you move into this house which has mezuzahs, you're fulfilling a mitzvah, but you're not being kaveya the mezuzah. You're not doing any maisa mitzvah. So on that, there was no takana of Birke Samitzvah. And Lefidus Yisait, I once heard from Rav Yechaim Swerdlav Shlita, the Rish Hashiv of Patterson, B'Shem, the Briskerov, an explanation of the sheet of the Bahag brought in Taisus and Menachis, Tafsamech Vav Amid Aleph. Taisus over there brings that the Bahag holds that if a person misses a complete day of Svira, then he cannot continue counting. Why? Because since it says, Sheva Shabbosais Tamimais Tiyena, so if a person misses a day, it's not Tamimais, so he doesn't continue counting. The simple understanding of the Bahag is that the mitzvah of Sphira is one continuous mitzvah of counting seven complete weeks. So if you missed one night, you cannot continue counting. So the question is, if the Bahag holds that it's one continuous mitzvah, then how come we make a separate Birchas HaMitzvah every night? We should make only one bracha, either in the beginning, the first night, or the last night when you complete the Sphira. Why are we making a Birchas HaMitzvah every night? There's no separate mitzvah every night, says the Briskerov, that, according to the Yisoid that we mentioned, it's very good. Because since the Takana of Birchas HaMitzvah is not on the Kiyom Mitzvah, but rather on the Maisa Mitzvah, so since the Torah required me to do 49 Pu'ulais of Svira in order for me to get to that one Kiyom Mitzvah of counting Sheva Shabbosais Tamimais, so therefore, every pu'uma that I do of Sfira is mechayev a bracha. If the bracha would be on the kiyom mitzvah, then you're right. Why are you making a separate bracha every night? The kiyom mitzvah is only at the end. But if the birchas mitzvah is on the maisa mitzvah, so since I have to do 49 actions of counting in order to get to that one kiyom, so every pu'uma that I do is mechayev a bracha. To summarize, the Rambam is mechalik between a mitzvah that's adayin asiyasa kayemes, that then you can make the bracha achar luumas a mitzvah that is over, that you can't make the bracha after the asiyah. Rav Beryl and Rav Shmuel are both medayik from the Lashon HaRambam, that it's not mashma, that the reason why you can make a bracha by your tzitzis, tefillin, and sukkah 
if you didn't make the bracha before, that it's because since it's still over of the future kiyum, so that's why you can make the bracha. The Ramam is mashma that you can make the bracha achar asiyah, you can make the bracha after the asiyah was done, if the asiyah is still ongoing. So they learn up that the pshad is because the Ramam holds, there's no such thing as a birchas mitzvah on a kiyum mitzvah without a maisa mitzvah. So on the future kiyum, that there's no maisa going on. Says the Rambam, the only reason why you can make the bracha after the asiyah is because since the asiyah is still kayam, so you can still link back to the previous asiyah. So it comes out the bracha is not only on the future, but it's even on the past that you didn't make a bracha on previously, but now you can make the bracha because the asiyah is still alive. With this aside, Rabbeil explains why the shliach makes the bracha on a mitzvah and not the mishaleach, because the shliach is doing the maisa mitzvah. And that's also why the Berke Yosef says that if a person moves into a house which already has a mezuzah, even though it's his first time fulfilling the mitzvah of mezuzah in this house, but since he's not doing any maisa of kviyas mezuzah, on that there's no takana berchas mitzvahs. And the briskarov takes this yisoyed a step further, that you don't even need the kiyo mitzvah yet. If you have a maisa mitzvah without a kiyo mitzvah, you can also make a bracha. And therefore, if a person is counting 49 days of Sphira in order to get to that one kiyom of Sheva Shabbasai's Tamimais, since I have to do 49 pu'ulais to get to that kiyom, so on each step of the way, that's a Maisa Mitzvah. This is what the Torah was mechaiv me to do. So therefore, each night gets its own bracha. Next Inyan. The Gemara tells us that the top of Chavbeza Medalev a halacha that ain't maschilin beparsha paches mishloisha psukim. You're not allowed to start a parsha less than three psukim. And the Gemara explains the reason is because of gzeira mishuma nechnasin, a person that's going to come in late and he's going to see that the next aliyah starts just two psukim after the parsha started. He's going to think that the previous ayla only lane two psukim, not realizing that they had lane from a previous parsha as well. Toysis asks the question, so how could it be that on a tainus we lay in the parsha of Ayichal and it's only after two psukim from the previous parsha? The Marsha asks that in our Sefer Torah it's not like that. It's after four psukim. The parsha starts in Kapitol Lamed Bey's Pasuk Zayin in Parsha's Kisisa and it says the Pasuk of Aydabra Hashem El Moshe Pasuk Ches starts with Soru Maher Min Haderech, Pasuk Tes Vayemer Hashem El Moshe, and then Pasuk Yud Va'ato Hanichali, and only after four psukim, then we have Ayichal Moshe. So the Tshuvas Maril in Simen Kufmem Tes points out that the parshiyos of the Baliatosis were different than the parshiyos of the Rambam. Our Minig is like the parshiyos of the Rambam, but Tosis had different parshiyos. So Vais Tos that Toysvis parsha started at Pasuk Tes, Vayem Rashem al and then the Pasuk of Ata Hanichali and Vayechal Maisha was Pasuk number three. And it's Mufurish like this in the Arzarua and Hilchashab, Simimim Dalid, that he says in their Sefer Torah, the parsha started at Pasuk Tes, Vayem Rashem al and he says that in the Sefer of the Torah of the Rambam, it's not like that. The parsha starts two psukim earlier, so according to the Rambam, Toysa's question wouldn't start. But 
Lefi Taisvis, that the parsha started at Pasuk Tes, Vayemra Hashem El Moshe, so Taisvis is bothered. So how could we start the parsha just after two Psukim? So Taisvis answers, because since it was a double Yodua to everybody, that the Kriya of Atayna starts by Vayichal, so nobody's going to make a mistake and think that somebody beforehand laned two Psukim of the parsha and stopped. Because everyone knows that this is where we start. The Taisus Arosh and the Arzorua over there that we mentioned, and Hilchashav and Simimem Dalid, they both answer a different Territz that since this is the first Ayla, the first Ayla is starting at Vayechal, so there's no Chashash that they're going to say that he, somebody else laying two Psukim, because they see that he's the Rishain. Taisus seems to hold that maybe people will not realize that he's the Rishain, and it's still possible that they might think that somebody laid beforehand. Therefore, Taisus needed to answer that they know that the Kriya starts at Vayachal, because it's a Dabar Yodu Alakal. Taisus asks another question as well from the Maftir on Cholamayid Pesach, that we start with the Pasuk of Ekraft Amisha Oilom Hashem, which is in Bamidbar Chavches, Pasuk Yudtes, which is only at the end of two Psukim from the Parsha Sholamayla. And again, the Marsha asks that in our Sifrei Torah, it's not like that. We have three psukim before Vehikravtem. Now over here, you can't say that the parsha of Taisus only started by Pasuk Yudzayin, It doesn't make sense that the Pasuk before that, which is the beginning of the Indian of Pesach, would be connected with the parsha before of Uvrashei Chachachem. So it's clear that the parsha starts... So the Marsha says, so there's three psukim. Why is Taisa saying that there's two? So the Shail in the Truvis Maril over there in Simon Kuf Memtes wants to suggest the following answer, Alpi, the Gemara in Kedushin, Daflamad Amadalaf. The Gemara over there says that the Pasuk of Vihiskaloch, Vesanesek Loyigaleach, that it says in Vayikra, Kapitol Yud Gimel, is the halfway point of the Torah. In Psukim. And the Gemara says that Rabbi Yosef had a Shiloh. Is Vihiskalach from on this side or on that side? Which half of the Torah is Vihiskalach part of? So Abayah told him, let's count the Psukim. So Rabbi Yosef said, we're not Bucky exactly in the Chilukah Psukim. Because when Ravacho Barada came from Eretz Yisrael, he said that in Ma'arava, in Eretz Yisrael, they would split the following Pusuk into three Psukim. That it says in Shmois Yud Tes, in Eretz Yisrael, they split it into three psukim. So we're not bucky exactly where the psukim start and end, and therefore we can't count to see if Hiskalach is the last pasuk of the first half of the Torah or the first pasuk of the second half of the Torah. Says the Shoyel in the Chuvis Maril. So you see from that Gemara, you say this thing that we're not experts in the Psukim, exactly where they start and end. And therefore he wants to say a Chiddush, that it could be that something which by us is divided into three Psukim, by the Balei HaTaisus was only two Psukim. They had one Pasuk connected. And it's interesting to note that Rav Moshe Feinstein in Negres Moshe Erechayim Chelek Aleph, Simul Amad Hay points out that we have a total of 5,845 Psukim in the Torah, and over there in the Gemara in Kedushan Daflamad Amad Aleph, it's Mavur that there's 5,888. So that means we're short 43 psukim. 
So obviously, psukim that we have connected as one, really are supposed to be split into two. So therefore, it's possible to say that even though by, by us, before Vehikravtem, we have it as three psukim, by Tysus, it was really only two. And therefore, Tysus is bothered. How could we lane Vehikravtem as the maftir for Cholamayid Pesach? It's only after two psukim from the beginning of the parsha. And that Tysus answers that since it's a dover yodua lakoil, that this is where the maftir starts for Cholamayid Pesach, nobody's going to make a mistake and think that a previous oila only laned the two psukim beforehand. May inyan le inyan inyan. The Gemara brings the Mishnah in Tainus that says that by Yom Harishain, Bereshis Vihirakiyah, that by the Mamadais, they would lane on Sunday, Bereshis and Yihirakiyah, Vitani Allah, and we learned in a Brisa on that Mishnah, Bereshis Bishnai, Mihirakiyah Be'echad, that Bereshis would be divided among two people and Yihirakiyah would be lane by one person. And the Gemara asked over there that Bishlama Yihirakiyah Be'echad, we understand because it's three psukim. But how do you split Bereshis among two people? It's only five psukim. And the Brisa teaches us that that a person that lanes from the Torah cannot lane less than three psukim. So the Gemara brings a machlekes between Rav and Shmuel what they did. Rav says doilig that they would repeat pasuk number three of the parsha of Bereshis. They would lane pasuk Aleph, Beis, and Gimel, and then they would repeat pasuk Gimel and lane along with it Dalit and Hey. And Shmuel says Paisik that they split the third Pasuk in half, and the first Ayla lanes two and a half Pesukim, and the second Ayla lanes two and a half Pesukim, and that's considered that each one laned three Pesukim. The Gemara says, why didn't Rav want to say like Shmuel? Says the Gemara, because Rav holds that Kol de Paske Moshe Anan Paskinon Any Pasuk that Moshe didn't divide, we have no right to divide. And the Gemara explains that Shmuel also agrees to this klal, that you're not allowed to divide usually psukim into two, but just like Rav Chanina Hagadol was matir for Tineke Shavish Rabban to be able to master a pasuk, and it's hard for them to learn a whole pasuk at once, so he was matir that you're allowed to divide the pasuk, so you see that when it's loy efsher, you're allowed to. So to over here, Shmuel says, this is considered loy efsher, because if you're going to do like Rav, that you're doilig, you go over the third pasuk, somebody that comes in late is going to think that the person before him only laying two psukim. So because there's a gzerim mishom this is called loy efsher, and therefore, in this circumstance, you're allowed to divide the pasuk. So we see that everybody agrees to this klal of kol psuka doloi paskei maisha nan paskinon lei. So there's a question brought up by the Paiskim that there are many people that have a minig by Kiddush, by day on Shabbos, that they start with Alkein Beirach Hashem Eseim HaShabbos Vayikadoshehu, and that's starting from the middle of a Pasuk. So how are we allowed to start from the middle of a Pasuk? What happened to the Klal of Kol Psukot Dolei Paskei Meisha, Nan Lei So the MS is that the Mishnah Bruda in Simon Reish Pei Tes, of Cotton Bays, says that it's Shaloi Kedin. You're not supposed to do that. You can't start from Alkein Beirach. You have to start from the beginning of the Pasuk. However, the Yaivitz in Kedushin, Daflamad Amad Aleph, wants to say, based on the Gemara over there, that we're not Bekiyim exactly where the Psukim start and end. 
So therefore he says, this whole klal of kol psukat lei paskei meisha, nan lei is not so klar anymore. Because we don't know exactly where the psukim start and end. And therefore he says, hakel lefiyah minik, everything goes according to the minik. So if there's a minik to say al-kein beirach, according to the yaivitz, there's no problem. You could be saying on the minik. The Arach HaShulchan, in Simon Reish Peites, Ois Gimel, also paskins that it's not a problem. And he says a different Hasbara. He says that the Ein Kavonosan Lahapasuk, Elo Lahakdim Dvarim. Their Kavonos is not really to say the Pasuk. Their Kavonos is just to give an introduction with words that have to do with Shabbos. The Chuvis Maram Shik and Simon Kufchav Dalit is more Mayrich about this. And he explains that the idea of saying Alkein Beirach is just that in order to bring out the covet, the Kedusha of Shabbos, we want to be Ma'irer ourselves and the Shaymim about the Kedusha of Shabbos. We're not really interested in saying a Pasuk necessarily. We really can say anything about the Shabbos. We just grata use a Pasuk. So it's like using the Pasuk B'derach Tzachos. He compares this to the halacha in Yeridea, Simon Reish Pei Dalid, that there's a halacha that when you write psukim, you have to be masartit. The paper has to be lined. But yet the halacha is, if a person is writing a letter and he's only quoting a pasuk, tzachos, for example, he's writing a letter to his friend whose name is Yaakov, so he writes, V'yakov ishtam. He's not referring to Yaakov Avinu, he's not really referring to the pasuk, he's just using the pasuk as a melitza, referring to his friend. On that, you don't need sirtut. Over here also, we're not really using the Pasuk as a Pasuk, but rather we're just using it as something that talks about the Kedusha of Shabbos. So then there's no din of Now when it comes to Kiddush, Friday night, the Ramah, Paskins, and Simon Reish Ayin Aleph, Sif Yud, that the minig is to sit by Kiddush, even while he says Vayichulu, just when you start Vayichulu, you stand a little bit, L'chvayd Hashem, because since we start, Yayim Hashishi Vayichulu Hashemayim, and that's a remez to the Shem Hashem, because it's Rashi Teves Yud Kei so then you stand a little bit. So over there also the question is asked, how could you start with Yayim Hashishi, which is the end of a Pasuk? The Pasuk says, And then the next Pasuk is, So how could you start with Yom HaShishi? What happened to this problem of So the Arach HaShulchan in Simen Reishayin Aleph in Eishchaf Hay says that there are those that say the whole Pasuk quietly until Yom HaShishi, and then they start Yom HaShishi out loud, and the Aruch HaShulchan says, V'nachainu, it's a proper thing to do. Why? Because the Aruch HaShulchan, the Shittasai, explained that the whole reason why by Alkein Beirach it's not a problem, is because we're not really trying to say this Pasuk of Alkein Beirach. We really want to just say that Shabbos is a day of Kedusha. We just have a Pasuk in the Torah that brings out that point, so we said it, by using the words of the Pasuk. But we're not trying to do a Kriya Sa'pasuk. So when there's no Kriya of a Pasuk going on, then there's no din of Kopsukat Lai Paskei Maisha Nan Lai But when it comes to Yayma Shishi Vaychulu HaShamayim, since we are coming to do a Kriya of Psukim, because Vaychulu HaShamayim is an absolute Chiyuv, like the Mishnah Rura brings in Simon Reish Hayin Aleph, Sivkat Mem Hay, 
that if a person forgot to say Vayichulu B'Shas Kiddush, then he says it Be'emtsa Suda Lakais. It's an absolute chiyuv to say Vayichulu. And since along with Vayichulu, we want to say Yoyim HaShishi, Vayichulu HaShamayim, to make a remez of Yudke Vavke, so we bedafka want to say these psukim. So then, since it has a shame of a Kriya of a Pasuk, it's not just B'Darach Melitza, so over there, there is a chisarin of Kopsuka to lay paskei meisha, non lay paskinan lay, and therefore the Arachashokhan paskins that the proper thing to do is to start from the beginning of the pasuk. Now it's interesting that the Mishnabrura paskins exactly the opposite from the Arachashokhan. We mentioned earlier that the Mishnabrura and Simon Reish pay tassif cotton bays, paskins by Alkane Beirach, that it is a problem. And you shouldn't start from the middle of the pasuk, not like the Arachashokhan. And yet, over here, by the Ramaz Halacha in Simon Reishai and Aleph, Sif Yud, that says that you start with Yem Ashishi, the Mishmur doesn't say that there's anything wrong with that. So it needs a beer. What's the difference between Alkain Beirach and Yem Hashishi? So the answer could be like this The Benish Chai in Shailas Utruvis Rav Pa'olim, in Chelik Aleph, Simon Yud Aleph says that by Yem Hashishi, because it's only two words, there's no problem of since he says the minimum shear of a pasuk is three words, we don't have a pasuk less than three words, like so therefore, two words is not called a kriya of a pasuk. When you're making a kriya of a pasuk, so then it has to be done properly. It can't be done that you're splitting the pasuk. But if it's not a kriya of a pasuk, so then, there's no problem. So since two words is not a pasuk, so there's no problem. So this could be the beer in the Mishnah Bruda. By Alkain Beirach, where we're saying many words of a pasuk. So then, says the Mishnah Bruda in Simon Reish Peites, that there's a problem. You're not allowed to do that. But by Yoyim Shishi, by Chulu HaShamayim, since Yoyim Shishi is only two words, there's no problem. The Ben Chai proves that two words don't have a din of a pasuk from the halacha in Yeridea, Simon Reish Pei Dalid, that it says that if you only write two words of a pasuk, then you don't have to be mesartit. If you write three words, then you have to be mesartit. You don't have to line the paper when you're only writing two words from a pasuk, because it doesn't have a shear of a pasuk. So two over here, since you're only saying two words of Yemashishi, it's not called a kriya of a pasuk on that, there's no problem of kopsuka dolei paskei moshe anan lei paskinon lei. Now, even those who are noyig to start from vayhi ere vayhi vayker yei like the tshuvis Chsam Seifer brings in Eirachayim Simen Yud, that just to start from yoyim hashishi vayichulu hashamayim doesn't really have any mashmois. You're just starting from yoyim hashishi. So there are those that start from vayhi ere vayhi vayker yei but still, says the Chassam Seifer, it's not a problem of Kopsuka Dolei Paskei Moshe Nanlei Paskinonlei, because since Chazal Darshan on the beginning of the Pasuk, of Ayara Lekim Askol Asher Asa, Vihinei Toiv Me'oid, Chazal say that Toiv Me'oid Zeha Moves, so therefore it's not Roy to mention the Indian of Moves in Kiddush on Leil Shavis, so therefore it's considered Loi Efsher, just like the Gemara says that when it's Loi Efsher, then you have a right to divide the Pasuk. So this is considered Lai Efsher, and therefore you're allowed to divide the Pasuk.
But that could be the Pshat in the Mishnah Bruna. That when it comes to Yem Ashishi, either because it's only two words, or even if you're saying but it's considered like the Chassam Seifer is saying. So that's why there's a heter when it comes to Yem Ashishi that there's no problem of to summarize. Our Gemara told us a Yisai that and the question is asked. So how could we say by Kiddush by day Al Hashem starting in the middle of a pasuk? So we said that the Mishnah Bruno Taka Paskins that you're not supposed to do that. But the Yaivitz wants to say that since the Gemara tells us in Kiddushin that we're not Bekiim exactly where the pasuk starts and ends, so therefore this whole klal is not so clear anymore nowadays, and therefore everything goes according to the minig. If there's a minig to do it, you can rely on the minig, because who says that a taka is not a full pasuk? The and the Maram Shik both say that since by Al-Kain Beirach we're not really trying to make a kriya of a pasuk, we just want to talk about the Kedusha of Shabbos, and this pasuk is just a good way of talking about the Kedusha of Shabbos, so it's like using the Pasuk, B'derech Melitza. So on that, there's no problem of Kalpsuka Dolei Paskei Maisha, Nanlei Paskinonlei. Whereas when it comes to Kiddush Friday night, by Yom HaShishi, Vaychulu HaShamayim, over there the Aruch HaSholchan says that it's proper to start from the beginning of the Pasuk quietly, and when you get to Yom HaShishi, then you say it B'Kel Ram. Why? Because since over there we are trying to say Bedafka these words of the Pasuk, because Vayichulu is an absolute Chiyuv, and along with Vayichulu we say Yoyim Ashishi Vayichulu Hashemayim, because we want the Rashi Tevis of Yudke Vavke. So since we are Bedafka making a Kriya of this Pasuk, so then there is a Chisarn of Kopsuka Dolei Paske Meisha Nanlei Paskinonlei, and therefore the proper thing to do is to say from the beginning of the Pasuk, Quietly, and when you get to Yem Ashishi, then you say it Bekol Ram. However, the Mishnah Brura over there in Reisha and Aleph doesn't mention that by Yem Ashishi, by Chulu Hashemayim, that there's a problem. So on that, we explained that if you're just starting from Yem Hashishi, so it's only two words, so the Ben Ishchai says that that's not a problem. It's not a shear of a Pasuk. It doesn't have a shame of a Kriyas Pasuk. Even if you're starting from by he Yemashishi, says the Chassam Seifer that since the beginning of the Pasuk where it says Taiv Ma'id refers to Maves, and it's not Roy to mention the Inyan of Maves in Kiddush on Leil Shabbos, so therefore it's considered Lai Efsher, and therefore there's no problem of Kalpsuka de Lai Paske Meisha and Nan Lai Next Inyan. The Gemara tells us that Ula Barav asked the Shiloh from Rava. That the parsha of Reish Chodesh, how do you lane it? Sabbath Bnei Yisrael v'Marto Olam is Korbani Lachmi has eight psukim, Uveyim Hashabos has two psukim, and Uvroshei Chodeshechem has five psukim. So how should we do this? Should we have two people laning three psukim each from the parsha Satamid? So then you're going to be left with two psukim at the end because there's eight psukim. And Ein Mishayim from Parsha Pachis Mishleishna Psukim, you can't leave over in a parsha. Less than three psukim, because a person that leaves is going to think that the next ayla is only going to lane till the end of the parsha. If we're going to lane four and four, 
So then you're going to be left with seven psukim. Because Uviyema Shabbos is two of Rosh Shechem is five. So what are you going to do? You're going to lay two from Uviyema Shabbos and one from Uviyema Shabbos Shechem, but ain't maskinim in Parsha Pachis Mishloisha psukim. And should you do two from Uviyema Shabbos and three from Uviyema Shechem, so then you're going to be left with two psukim. On that, he answered him, I never heard what the answer is about this case, but I heard a similar case that when it comes to Mamadais, it says that you should lane Bereshis with two alias and Yehira Kia with one. I, Bereshis has only five psukim, so there's Machlekes, Rav and Shmuel, what to do? Rav says Dailig, and Shmuel says Paisik. So the Gemara says at the end that Shalach Lei Rava Bereshis Rav the Rav Yosef Hilchesomai. What's the halacha? Shalach Lei Hilchesom Dailig Vemtsai Dailgan. So the Rif says, what's the Gemara asking Hilchasa Mai? And on what is the Gemara answering that the Hilchasa is Doilig Vemtsai Dolgan? He says it's going back on the original shail of the Gemara of Reish And the Gemara is saying that the second person is Doilig. Emtsai means the second person. That first you lane from the Parshas Hatamid three Psukim. And then you go over Pasuk number three by Levi, and he reads with Pasuk number 3, also Psukim 4 and 5. The Bir Agra in Shulchan Archer Rechaim Simitav Chav Gimel Sif Beis asks on the Rif, that if so, why does it say Emtsoi? It should say the Sheni, because there is no Emtsoi by Reish Chaydish, because there's four Aliyas. The Turei Eben says that it's the Derech of the Chachamim to call the Sheni Emtsoi comes along the Ramban and he asks on the Rif that how could you say that the Levi should repeat Pasuk number 3? Why should you do that? If you're going to repeat Pasuk number 3, then you run into a problem of Nechnasim. That somebody that comes in late by Levi is going to think that the coin only lane to Psukim. Elamai, so you have to say that we're not worried for Nechnasim over here because we have no choice. So if so, so then what's the point in being Dailig at all? So just let the Kain and the Levi each lane four psukim from the Parshas HaTamid, and then let the Yisrael, the, the Shlishi lane, the two psukim of Uvyayim HaShavas and the first pasuk of Uvrashi HaTshechem, and let him stop. And then the Ravi will lane four psukim from Uvrashi HaTshechem, Aye, but you're going to tell me, how could you just lane one Pasuk from Uvrashi Chachechem? Ein maschilin beparsha pachis mishlesha psukim? But what's the whole problem of Ein maschilin beparsha pachis mishlesha psukim? It's only a gzeira mishom That somebody that comes in late by Revi is going to think that the person before only laid one Pasuk. But anyway, if you're doilig in the first parsha, you have a problem of nechnasim. So if it's loyefsher, so then... What could we do? So, don't be doilig, and you have the same problem of nechnasim either way. And then you could just read straight. Therefore, the Ramban says that, no, when the Gemara says, Hilchas Mai, and the Gemara says that Hilchas HaDoilig Vemtsoi Doilgon, the Pshad is like Rashi says, that it's going on Mahmodais. It's going back on the case of Bereshis and Yehirokia, where we only have eight Psukim to deal with. And we have to lane Bereshis among two people, so over there we have no choice that we have to be dialing. 
But by Reish Chaydish, the Ramban Paskins, that there's no need to be dialig. You just do like we mentioned before. The Kain Levi Lane, the two Aliyas from Parshas HaTamid. The first Yisrael Lanes, Uviyayim HaShabbos, and one Pasuk of Uvrash Echad And the Revi will lane the last four Psukim of Uvrash Echad the Rashba says he doesn't like what the Ramban is saying, that Hilchas Omai is going on Mahamodais, because he says, what, you're going to tell me Hilchas the Mashicha? The Gemara is asking, what's the Halacha by Mahamodais, which is something that's not Negea nowadays, it's not Mistaver like that, Havada the Gemara is talking, when it says Hilchas Omai, something that pertains to us nowadays, it's going on Reish Ay, so why do you have to be Doilig Bechlal, Frech Ramban, either way, you're not gaining the problem of Nechnosim. So may as well just read straight and let the first Yisroel lane two psukim from Uvayim HaShavos and one pasuk from Uvrashei Chadshechem and let him stop. And even though Ein Maschilin Beparsha Pachis Mishleisha Psukim, that's only because of Nechnosim. And anyway, you're not gaining Nechnosim if you're going to be doiling in the first parsha. Says the Rashba, no, you do gain. Because if you're doiling, in the parsha of Tzavas Bnei Yisrael, so then you only have a little problem of Nechnasim. If somebody comes in before the second Aliyah of Levi, so he's going to think that the Kayin only lane two Psukim. But if you're going to do like the Ramban said, that let the Yisrael lane two Psukim from Uvayim HaShabbos and one Pasuk from Uvrash Echad Sheichem, so then you have a problem of two types of nechnasim. First of all, if a person is going to walk in in the middle of the Yisrael's aliyah, when you're just starting uvarosh echad sheichem, and then you stop after one pasuk, he's going to think, hey, he only lane one pasuk. And also a person that comes in after the shlishi's aliyah, before the revi, and he sees the revi starting from the second pasuk of uvarosh echad sheichem, he's also going to think, that the Eila before him only laned one Pasuk. So you have a, two types of Nechnasim, that's a problem. So therefore it's better to be Dailig by Levi, and then you only have a little problem of Nechnasim, that a person that walks in before Levi will think that the Kain only laned two Pesukim. The Rashma asks a question on this sheet of the Rif, which is also the sheet of the Ga'inim, that how come you need the Levi to be Dailig Pasuk Gimel? of the Parshas HaTamid, where you have the problem of Nechnasim, why don't you have a Pasha Te'etzah? Let the Kain and the Levi finish the whole Parshas HaTamid. They could do 4 and 4, or 3 and 5, and then the Yisrael will go over the last three Psukim of the Parshas HaTamid, and lane the two Psukim of Uviyayim HaShabbos. And then you have no problems, because when the Yisrael is reading from the last three psukim, there's five psukim before that, there's no gzeirim mishamah nechnasim, so it's a pasha ta'etzah, why can't we do that? The bir agra and simantavchav gimel, sif beis, taka paskins la'alacha like this, and in Eretz Yisrael, where they do like the minig agra, that's the way they do it, they lane, the kayin does three psukim, from Pashas HaTamid, then the levi does the next five, and then the Yisrael goes over the last three, and the two psukim of Uvayim HaShavos. And the Gros says that it's mavur like this in Mesech Seifrim. And when the Gemara says, Hilchas Amai, Doilig Vemtsai Dolgon, says the Gros, it's going on Mamadais, like Rashi says. And uh, that's why the Lashon Emtsai is very good, because by Mamadais there are three aliyas. 
It can't be going on Reish Chodesh, because by Reish Chodesh there's four aliyahs. So how can you say Em So what's the Pshat in our Minig that we go over the third Pasuk in the Pashas HaTamid of Amart Elohim, where you run into a problem of Nechnasim, why can't we just do like this Eitz of the Rashba and the Goin, and go over the last three Psukim by the Yisrael? The answer is, Alpiyah Yisrael, that the Magen Avram says, in Simen Kufla Medzayin Sifkotin Yudbeiz, that the more we're able to be Mamait and Kriya Lemafreya and being Dailig, is better even though it's going to cost us a chashash of nechnasim. That means to do like the Rashba and the Goyen are saying means that we have to go over three psukim, lemafreya. we have to be doilig on three psukim. To do that is a big bidiyevet. It's better for us only to be doilig on one pasuk, even though it's going to cost us the chashash nechnasim. Could be the reason is because of Tirchad Tzibura, we already laned these psukim, so to go over extra psukim, we don't do that, even though it's going to cost us nechnasim. That's a bigger bidiyevet. When we have when we have to be shaykel, what's worse, to be kairi lemafreya three psukim, or if we can just get away with one pasuk and have a chashash nechnasim, it's better to choose being dailig one pasuk, even though there's a chashash nechnasim, rather than being dailig lemafreya on three psukim. To summarize, the shita of the Rif and the Ga'inim is that when the Gemara says, Hilchasa Dailig Vemtsoi Dailgon is going on Reish Chaydish, and Emtsoi means the Sheni. That means we lane Vaidabra Hashem al Meisha Leimar, Tzavis Bnei Yisrael Vamarta Aleim, and then the third Pasuk of Amarta Lohem, and then the Levi goes over the Pasuk of Amarta Lohem, and he lanes the next two Psukim. The Ramban is bothered that if anyway, by being doilig, you're going to run into a chashash of nechnasim, that someone that's going to come in now will think that the kain only lane to psukim, so then may as well just read straight, and let the kain and the levi finish the parshas hatamid, let the Yisrael lane uveyoyim hashabos, and one pasuk of from uvrashe chodshechem, and let the revi lane the last four psukim on in uvrashe chodshechem, I ain't maschilim the parsha pachis mishloisha psukim, but that's only a gzeira mishumanech nasim. That's someone that's going to come in and sees that the Ravi is starting from Pasuk Beis, and the Parsha is going to think that the Eila before him only laying one Pasuk. Okay, but anyway, by being Doilig in the first Parsha of the Tamid, you're anyway running into a Chashash Nechnasim. So you're anyway stuck. So may as well, don't be Doilig, just read straight. So the Ramban Paskins Lahalacha, that that's what we do. And the Gemara that said, Hilchasa Doilig Vemtsay Doilgon, is going on Mamadais. The Rashba says it can't be. Because that's Hilchasol Meshicha, the Gemara must be talking about Reish Chaydish. I, the Ramban's question, just let the Shlishi lane, Uveyema Shabbos, and one Pasuk of Uvrashichachachem, the Rashba says over there there would be a bigger Chashash of Nechnasim. Because if somebody comes in during the Shlishi's Aliyah, when he's laning the Pasuk of Uvrashichachachachem, he'll think that he only laned that Pasuk. Plus, somebody that comes in before the Ravi will also think that the Eila before him only lane one Pasuk. So over there, there's a bigger chashash nechnasim than if we were just doilig, the third Pasuk in the Parshas HaTamid, because then you only have a chashash nechnasim for somebody that comes in before Levi. But the Rashba wants to know, why can't we just have the Kain and the Levi laning the Parshas HaTamid, let's say four and four, or three and five, 
and then let the Yisrael go over the last three psukim of the Parsha Satomit and the two psukim of Uvayim Shabbos, and then the Revi will lay Nuvrashechachachem. The Gra Takapaskins Lahalacha like this, based on Mesechta Seifrim, and that's what they do in Eretz Yisrael nowadays. And says the Gra, when the Gemara says the Pshad is like Rashi says, and that it's going on the Mahmadais, and that's why the Lashon Emtsai is very good. To answer our Minig, why we don't do this, why we go over the third Pasuk of Parshas HaTamid rather than going over by the Shlishi, the last three Psukim of Parshas HaTamid. The Pshad is like the Magan Avram says in Simen Kuflam at Zayin Sifkatan Yud Beis, that we try to minimize the Kriya Lumafreya, the Dailig, as much as possible. So it's better to just be Dailig one Pasuk, even though there's going to be a Chashash Nechnasim, rather than being Dailig three Psukim. Next Inyan. The Gemara says on the top of Chav Beis Amid Beis, Zaklal, Kol Shiyesh Bay Bito Malacha Laam, Kagain Hainis Tsibor Vitishabov, Kairin Gimel. Vishain Bay Bito Malacha Laam, Kagain Rashe Chadashim, Vichune Shal Mayid, Kairin Dalit. That on Rish Chadish and Chala Mayid, we lane four alias because there's no Bito Malacha Laam. People aren't in a rush to go to work because anyway they can't work, so therefore we have an extra aliyah. Rashi says, Why is there no Bito Malacha Laam on Rish Chadish? Says Rashi. Because ladies don't do malacha on Reish Chaydish. This mitzvah was given to them because they did not remove their nose rings by the Egel. And there's also a proof from the Pasuk. Because in Shmuel Aleph, Kapitol Chaf, it calls Erev Reish Chaydish Yom HaMaisa. In contrast to Reish Chaydish, which is not a Yom HaMaisa. In the brackets, in the Rashi, from Taisvis, it says that in Parakmem Hay of Brisa Drebeliezer, it says that the Noshim heard about the plan of the men to make an eagle. They didn't want to give their nose rings to their husbands. They said, you want to make a Pesul Masecha that has no Kayach Lahatzil? HaKadosh gave them their Schar Vailam Hazeh, that they should keep Rashi Chadashim more than the Anoshim. So the Birke Yosef, in Simon Reish Pei Beis, Hifkat and Zayin, brings a raya from this Gemara with the Rashi to the Magen Avram in Simon Reish Pei Beis, Sifkat and Vav, that says a big Chiddush that ladies are chayv in Kriya Satayra. Just like by Hakel it says, Hakel es ha'om ho'anoshim bahanoshim bahataf, that ladies were chayv to be there by Hakel when the Melech laned Mishnah Taira, so too says the Magen Avram, ladies are chayv in Kriya Satayra. Says the Birka Yosef. So that's what it means over here. Since ladies don't have any bitul malacha, so therefore we can have four alias. But if ladies wouldn't be chayv and kriya satayra, then who cares that ladies don't have malacha? Where do ladies come into the picture over here? We're talking about kriya satayra. The Birka Yosef is hard to understand because still, even if there's no bitul malacha for nashim, but Anoshim are also Chayv in Kriya Satayra. And they do have Bittu Malacha, because they're allowed to do Malacha on Reish Chaydish. So still, why can we have four Aliyas? There's Bittu Malacha going on over here for the Anoshim. And it's even more schwer, according to the Shita of the Turei Evan, that argues on the Magen Avram, and says that it's Pashat, that ladies are Pata from Kriya Satayra. So then it's even more schwer. So 
where do ladies come into the picture? Bichlal. The only ones that are chayv and kriya satayr are the men, and the men are allowed to do work on Reish Chaydish. So there is bitum alacha. The emes is that the mashmois of Taisis and Shabbos, Chavdalit Amad Aleph, is that the minig is that even men don't do melacha. Also, the Mordechai by us in Simon Tuf Tuf Vav also says that that hard work like plowing or planting is also even for men. Because the Pasuk says, like Rashi brings the Raya, that Erev Reish was called Yom HaMaisa, which was not a day of work. It's interesting that the Lashon of the Mordechai is that it's Osir Afla Noshem. It's Mashmah, it's more than just a Minig, it's Mashmah, it's an Isser. So according to these Rishonim, that there's a Minig or an Isser for men, so then the Gemara is very good. There's no Bitum Allah Ala'am. Because even men don't do work. But according to Rashi, that it's only the women, so then, how do we understand the Gemara? The Pshat could be, Alpi the Bach, in Simitof Yudzayin, that says a big Chiddush, that this, that we say that Reish Chiddush was given to Nashim, not to do work, means, It means that her husband cannot force her to do work. There's no Isser, or a minig that a ladies cannot do work on their own. They're allowed to do melacha. But it means the husbands have no right to force them to do melacha. By having an extra aliyah in shul, that serves as a reminder for the anashim that today is a day of no melacha. Meaning, this is a day that you cannot force your wife to do melacha. So of course, kriya satayra is for anashim. But since it's the anashim that need to be reminded not to be kaifa their wives to do malacha. So that's why in the Beis HaKnesses, that's the place where we do this extra aliyah so that they should have this reminder. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.